MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside, and happy Friday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Today's Friday. Yes, it is, and it is a football Friday. So many things from this weekend. We have drama in the coaching ranks. We got drama at quarterback. We got stuff on Kyrie, James Harden. It's like Mike Harmon, we built up all the way to Friday. It's like, here, here's a dump of so much cool stuff to talk about that we're going to have for four hours. A veritable smorgasbord, just like last week's super wild card weekend. It's like a super wild card kind of night. Spin the wheel, and you've got nothing but greatness on the board probably a bankruptcy and a lose a turn once in a while up in there but uh i'll tell you what just uh having a fun time watching this uh bucks and mavericks game not often do you get to uh the winner's circle as i'm assuming the bucks are going to finish this off Giannis one for ten from the foul line 
Yeah. He, he made Shaquille O'Neal look like an expert <laughs> marksman. <laughs> Is that Bob Cousy or Shaquille O'Neal at the free throw line? Uh, yes, the Bucks look like they're going to find a way to win this game, despite the fact, Giannis, 14 out of 20 run from the floor. Yeah. One for 10 from the free throw line. Yeah, a couple uh, yes. of three-point makes and whatever, but like the foul line, it, it looks like he's seen a ghost. I'll tell you, the two marquee games of the night so far, getting all the attention on social media this game, the Knicks just fall to the Cavaliers. Uh, look, Emmanuel Quickly is another guy. What a great draft pick he turned out to be coming off the bench. He's one of those late finds that, oh, my goodness, this kid is great. Uh, but the Knicks are going to lose again. To, and there it is. It's final. They're, gonna lo- they're losing to the Cavaliers, who stink. And I keep going back to this, Mike. The Knicks are really close. They're re- they just have to get a small forward who can actually score points because, you know, that's what a small forward does. Every night it's the same thing. Reggie Bullock and Kevin Knox, they play like 55 combined minutes and score 10 points. That's what it was tonight. 49 minutes played tonight, they scored 10 points. Dude, they so, tried. It's baffling. Oh, it's baffling. See, this is just the side of not being able to understand down-distance game sequencing in the yeah. fourth quarter if you're an NBA or NFL coach. So it's kind of the same thing. Uh, so uh, we will keep you updated on all the NBA going on. The Lakers about to tip off against New Orleans right now. Clippers in Sacramento as well. So uh, some big NBA tonight. But we'll start with the NFL as clearly what we told you was going down. How many times do I say that? What we told you is going to happen is going to happen. I mean, I, but I don't know if I could find a way to bet will Deshaun Watson get traded. I mean, I don't know if I'll get odds on that unless I got to go offshore like Gene Hackman in the firm and I got to just, you know, fly down to the Cayman Islands and figure out a way. Uh, but clearly, after today, we know Deshaun Watson is going to get traded. Come one, come all with your offers because he is gone. You had today the Instagram love he was giving to people who were photoshopping him uh, in 49ers jerseys and, 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 and retweeting photos of him wearing a Joe Montana jersey. And Deshaun Watson is loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. And then you had him uh, tweet out from a 2 to a 10, which is playing off Adam Schefter when he had the report last week that Deshaun Watson was upset with the Texans. It was a 2 last year when they traded away DeAndre Hopkins, but now it's a 10 after not talking to him about hiring a general manager. So here's Deshaun Watson again from a 2 to a 10. This, I'm telling you, come one, come all with your offers. The Jets and the Dolphins should be the first two teams to line up because they can trade three first-round picks and not hamstrung their team. You want three first-round picks in three seconds, which is what we're hearing the Texans would want? We can give you that because Deshaun Watson wants out, and he is following the footsteps and the strategy that has gotten everybody out of town when you're a star. You keep complaining, and you keep being upset on social media, and you keep needling your team until they just say, enough, we will trade you, right? We just watched it with James Harden. It just it, it happened all throughout the last couple of months. I'm going to show up out of, out of shape. I'm not going to try. Uh, social media, well, not so much me, but you know what? In my post-game press conference, I'm going to light the team on fire. And finally, they said, all right, we'll trade you, we'll trade you, we'll trade you. Deshaun Watson watched it happen in the NFL this year with Jamal Adams and Le'Veon Bell, liking stuff on social media, criticizing their teams. Fine. Deshaun Watson is not going to come down. It's not going to be where he meets with the Texans who have said, listen, hey, we'll talk to you about a role. You know what we have with our with everything going on? No, that's not enough. It's done. All right. He is not calming down. There is not going to be a cooling off period. He wants out and he is amping it up right now because he wants out right now before teams start making their plans for free agency. He wants a trade somewhere and he wants this to happen because he knows this is going to be a little bit of a process. When you're talking about Deshaun Watson, it's going to be a lot of things. So he's going to go. And if you think for a second the Texans have power, you're stupid. All right? When a star wants out, this is how it works. A star says, I want out. Well, we're not trading you. Well, I'm not going to play. Well, well, okay, 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 then we'll trade you. It's going to happen. Deshaun Watson will be traded. He will be in a new uniform. You can see this is the message he's giving. I don't care how much the Texans want to live in denial and say, well, no, 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 we'll fix it. It's not getting fixed. All right, sit here for a while, and eventually you're going to come around to that. It's not getting fixed. Deshaun Watson wants out, and if I'm the Jets, I sit here and say, oh, my goodness, I can give Robert Sala uh, Deshaun Watson right away. We trade those three first-round picks, those three seconds. We you know, Suddenly it's Deshaun Watson and Robert Sala, and we're in midfield flat. And we're beating the crap out of everybody and pile driving people just like we're the Bills Mafia. Oh, I'm waiting for this. Although he's probably going to wind up going to Miami and I'm just going to be pissed off.
Miami, San Francisco. Mm. Uh, what's curious to me, though, is he just signed this extension, and the organization is the same. If anything, it got better, right, because they, they got rid of Bill O'Brien, who traded away his guy. So isn't it actually a better situation in theory other than letting you enter a Zoom room to, to listen to a conversation with prospective GMs? Again, which I don't think the quarterback should be talking about hiring a GM anyway, no matter how invested you are in him as the leader of your franchise. You want to talk about quarterback coaches, coordinators, and head coaches? That's a conversation, as I've said all along, I'm cool with. But I'd be curious if they wanted to let him sit and say, all right, just stew on this for a while. Eventually, you're going to want your money. And let's call it what it is. <laughs> you can't randomly just pick up shop uh, and and go down the road and play somewhere else without getting that deal done. I don't know that they want the toxicity hanging around because that's what it becomes, right? As toxic, toxic as he may think the organization is, he becomes that guy as soon as he starts holding out, even if you agree with whatever other parts of the platform he has. As of now, the only thing we have is he's sulking because they didn't let him talk to prospective GM candidates. Or they didn't hire Eric Bieniemy fast enough, which is the other part of this that may or may not uh, be be real, could be imagined, could all just mm-hmm. be a theoretical thing, right, at this mm-hmm. point. Likewise, oh, sure. the I went from a 2 to a 10. Well, what, what is that? He's just he went he what, he was what, not so angry. It's like commu- no, it's communicating with a five year old. It's well, he's not. Well, he wanted to make sure people knew where he stood. Listen, I'm I'm I'm, I'm at a two right now. Okay, well, what about I'm at a ten? Well, it's not really his. Then, work. then how no, about just uh, go on and, and tape a two minute message and say what the hell your problem is? Well, he's going to air quoting, the grievances. He's now quoting you're Adam the, the needy high school girl on Facebook. <laughs> he's quoting Adam Schefter. I was a two. Now I'm a ten. That was like me in high school too, man. I was a two. Then I turned into a ten. Although it was too late for me in high school because really, you know, my personal everything didn't really come together for the kid until I got in my mid twenties and. Now that I'm 50, boy, I'll tell you what. If I was on, if I was, if I was out there, man, I'd be like a 15 on a scale of one to ten. Are you kidding? I am. Look at I you. am highly desirable. I could. I. I. I you could. I, I'd be the. I'd be the Deshaun Watson plus Patrick Mahomes of single guys. Well, there you have it. That that escalated quickly. I don't even know what to do with that. I'm just going to push that over to the side for a moment. And yes, if he's going, how hot am I? Hot or uh-huh. not? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All of that. If that's where he's going, hey, have mm-hmm. at it. But yeah. it, truthfully, it's the you sign the deal. You're you're upset uh, over over this thing, right? I mean, they could have traded Will Fuller before he got himself suspended. They didn't. Right, that was that was the mm-hmm. next guy that was going to be out the door. Sure, and then he was all happy that they didn't trade him. So, so you got you got to keep one of your guys who, well, then got himself suspended for the final four weeks of the season. <laughs> but it, it's just the the idea that I, I I know the I'm all about player agency. It's just I, I'd rather have it go the the James Harden way, where you just say, you know what, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> now the sandbagging on defense everybody's trying to show highlights of Harden not to make it about him here but everybody's showing like the last four games that he played right he didn't score well and it's like here he is with some really bad defense how the hell is that any different than what we'd seen for nine plus years <laughs> okay you got a modicum of effort last year and we applauded it but that was still saying you went from you know zero to two if we're going to go on the Deshaun Watson scale of things <laughs> but to, from a two to a ten he's telling us that it, he's answering the reports and playing in the media which which is actually i really love trying to follow when 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 players and agents and coaches try to send a message to the media because sometimes things just happen and are said and and they're made too much of and sometimes it's a message right so deshaun watson was upset and after this it boiled it, it boiled over for a couple of days then the texans came back and said we love deshaun we want to get together with him and have a conversation, right? We, we, we saw McNair said, I want to get together with, with Deshaun and smooth things over. Of course, we, we value his input, right? That was through the media. Now through the media, what does Deshaun Watson do? Hey, I love all my look in the 49ers jersey. Hey, from a 2 to a 10, this is him telling the Texans without getting in touch, very publicly saying, yeah, I see you want to talk to me and blank you. I don't want to talk to you. You're done. 
and, and I, I'm going someplace else. And you, if, eventually you're going to come around to it, and hopefully it's now, but it's going to be sometime soon, and you might want to get on, under, on, the, on the ground floor of this and start reaching out because I want out. And if I'm the Jets and if I'm the Dolphins, I am on the phone tonight, and I am calling the Texans. I'm saying, look, you want, I'll, I'm the Jets. I say three firsts, three seconds, and Sam Darnold for Deshaun Watson. And if I'm the Dolphins, I call and I say three first, three seconds, and two attack of Iloa for Deshaun Watson. And, you know, the Jets may have a little bit better draft picks. Tua probably has a little bit more upside than Sam Darnold does. But if I, I'm making this offer tonight saying, let's do this right now. Let's do it right now. Let's go. And Deshaun Watson can say, boy, I can go to New York and, and, and play for Robert Sala and things will be awesome. I can go to Miami and play for Brian Flores where he's turned that team around in a year. It's fantastic. I like either of those destinations rather than staying in Houston where I'm not happy. And is he really going to suddenly get happy in Houston? What's going to make him happy? You surround him with weapons and, and you draft young players that are going to be stars. What don't the Texans have? Money? for free agents and draft picks. So tell me how things are going to get back. Tell me how you're going to make things better in Houston. I I don't know the solution But the argument can be made, as foolhardy as the trades were, that at least O'Brien was trying to give him help now. Did it fail? Yeah. But they did enough to where you signed on the dotted line for multiple years and let's go. Well, I don't think you thought he was going to trade everybody away. Right. I'm glad you're here because I'm getting rid of everybody that's good. But they traded picks away to, in theory, get him help. And then he traded DeAndre Hopkins, and, yeah. well, that was that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, it's tough. This last it's tough. Year, I know. It's, 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 it's tough. you got to move away from Bill O'Brien. you got to move away from Bill O'Brien. But, but again, it, it goes to that same point of they, they got cash-strapped part of it, you know, because they needed to pay him. So <laughs> it, it kind of goes, you know, they paid him, and they paid the guy that was, you know, blocking to protect him. <laughs> so they really did him the solid, whether he likes it or not. And then hey, without DeAndre Hopkins, you know what? He had his best year statistically of his career. Oh, I know. I know. It's uh, Look, this is, th- this is what happens when you mismanage your team. This is what you wind up uh, having to reap. Eventually, you got to pay, right? The Patriots said, listen, we're paying this year. All the money we spent and everything else, we had no money to go get people. We are going to suck it up this year. We'll have Cam Newton at quarterback and try to figure something else out. We're going to pay. You always have to pay. And you know what? The Texans, they they ramped up the paying. You know, they didn't have to pay for a while, but Bill O'Brien decided, no, no, let's, let's start paying now. Like, let, let's buy this thing and start paying now for it. And, and you are paying much earlier than expected, and what's happened is you have ruined your relationship with your star quarterback. And it doesn't matter where the share of the blame is, whether is it mostly Houston, is it mostly Deshaun, is Deshaun Watt, whatever it is, that relationship is broken. And, and so this is why this is not going to get fixed. And eventually the Texans are going to realize we just have to move on. All right, let's get the best deal possible. And, and I mean it. The Jets and the Dolphins are the two teams that can make the trade without mortgaging their souls because nobody has three first-round picks besides the Jets and Dolphins that they could trade in the next couple of years. All right, because mm-hmm. the Jets made a couple of trades to get the assets with Jamal Adams so they can trade three first-round picks, so can the Dolphins. Anybody else wants to show on Watson, boy, three first-round picks for three straight years is really tough. It's tough to not have that when you want to make a big team. So if you have the assets, you may, you got to strike now. All right, be bold and, and call and say, let's make this happen. Let's make Deshaun Watson fall in love with us. Let's make him start liking pictures of him as Jets and Dolphins players on Instagram <laughs> instead of him in a Joe Montana jersey. Let's start making that happen. There let's start go. making pictures happen with the, in a Bears jersey. You know, let's have, let, let, let's make him look really, really good. I mean, you, you got to do it. You got to be bold, Mike. It's hey, happen. no, I, would, would I love to watch him in Chicago? No question about it. Here's all I ask. Whatever team is going to go 3-3 three, three in a player, there's a guy who's a director of alternative education, Santa Clara County Office of Education named David Putney. Go sign him to a one-day contract and trade him. But you want Putney. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Deshaun Watson Studios. Uh, we'll have more on Watson, but coming up next, hey, big dominoes are starting to fall. A prediction we made on the show last night has already come true. And the question everybody's got about the head coach that nobody's hired yet we get into that coming up next right here. Happy Friday, Fox. I'm very, very excited about it. I bet you are, Tim. I'm so excited. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Purple Short Studios, uh, we got Jason right. Cole coming up in about 90 seconds, uh, about two and a half minutes. All the big news in the NFL. The Falcons have their new head coach. Eric Bieniemy is still not a head coach. Uh, but just really quick, I got to tell you, because, because it, it, it debuted today and, and it's a really big deal and it's a lot of fun, WandaVision is really cool. It's high concept, and you got to just go and say, okay, there's a plan, but it is fantastic. It is, it's, it's like if David Lynch did something Marvel, it would be WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, we watched it a little bit uh, 
Well, we watched both episodes, and I, I sat with Madeline. She was just cringed the whole time. She goes, what is this? I'm like, this is uh, 50s television. And then they did the <laughs> faux commercial. It's like, wait. I go, yeah, that's the way they did it. The guy was standing over on the side. <laughs> and he did the commercial. It's like, come on. I'm like, no. No, that's and, – and she – with some of the one-liners. Uh, the, here's the thing that I'm I'm sad about is that I, did, I wasn't the huge comic book kid as growing up. So I don't, I don't get all the references, which evidently there's like a 30-page dissertation just on the first two episodes. Yeah. I mean, the first episode is a 50s sitcom. The second episode, they're in the 60s. It's like bewitched. It really, it really yeah. is something. And I know it's high, like I know, I know it's high concept, and you got to go in saying, hey, this is, this is going to be something really cool because they're giving you the, the, these clues that there's a bigger mystery and a bigger thing going on mm-hmm. and fitting into the Marvel Universe, but you just got to sit here and go, wow. I mean, it really is something. It's different, and it was a lot of fun. And Catherine it's fun Hahn and Debbie Joe Rupp, I'm a, I, I win. Yeah. Oh, you know, Catherine Hahn is hilarious. Uh, you know, I mean, she playing this, the neighbor in both in, in both episodes. I mean, uh, it really is fun. And it was and it was fun explaining to Zoe. Yeah, this was what a TV show from the 1950s was like. You know, here's what a TV show from the 1960s was like. And she was like, oh, my God, in black and white. And, and who's laughing and who's I go. Yeah, no, people are watching. <laughs> I, we had to explain what a studio audience was because yeah. that's not what it is nowadays. I'll tell you, WandaVision was a lot of fun. A lot yeah, of fun. I, I, I was happy. To, uh, I'm going to go back and watch it again because I'm sure I missed 3,000 things. But uh, the affected speech, right, of enunciating every syllable. Yeah. And Alan's like, nobody talks like that. I'm like, oh, go back and watch some of those 50s and 60s television shows. Yes, they did. He goes, really? That slowly to get a sentence out. I'm like, yeah. It's like, nobody talks like that. I'm like, I know. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening, MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. He is the editor-in-chief at Fansided.com, longtime NFL insider, and still, as of this moment, a pro football Hall of Fame voter and author of the book available on Amazon, Robert Sala, A Relentless Life, and He Will Kick Your Ass. It is Jason Cole. What's happening, J. Cole? Robert Sala, the latest to join the death march that is the New York Jets. You know, do you like being on the show or not? I mean, I'm just going to ask you right straight up. Do you like it or not? We bring him on to give honesty, and that's what he did. Come on. Let's just call it what it is, okay? You, you, I mean, your lifetime is going to pass by with nothing. I can just tell you that right now. <laughs> well, I've already had a lot of nothing, J. Cole. Like, I'm not used to it. I mean, come on. Look, I grew up a Rams fan. And when they left town, you know, I was like, enough. And then they went on and won a Super Bowl in a different city. Like, okay, thanks, guys. I really appreciate that. So, um, you know, I'm living the same life. Let's just put it that way. But then well, Jeff Fisher brought him back. Yeah, no, but then you should love us. We This show got Jeff Fisher fired. You wouldn't have Sean McVay at a Super Bowl trip in the I'm last couple of years. I'm not a Rams fan now. Like, once you, you only get to leave once. Like you don't, you know. Sorry, like you don't get to, you don't get to just abuse the the privilege. That's all, you know. So, yeah. you know, the Rams are another, just another team at this point now. The Dodgers and the Lakers, and Lakers better start, like, you know, and they're making a little comeback right now. So that's good. But um, the Lakers, they won yeah. the championship two months ago. The Lakers have to start doing stuff, really. <laughs> yeah, it's mad yeah, about the know, early I'm effort against about, the Pelicans. I'm, I'm talking about tonight. Like oh, down oh, okay. Six, okay, uh, I'm okay. not saying like you know they haven't done enough lately. Okay, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Just tonight, they got to come back. That's all. All right. You just work on the Robert Sala book because it's going to be a good one. I guarantee you. it'll be a good one. Uh, yeah, you guarantee it. That's the, the best guarantee since name it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, hey, speaking of the coaches, let's start here. We saw Arthur Smith get the job today with the Atlanta Falcons. And I, now- think, it was Arthur Tr- I think it was Arthur Treacher. Yes, he, he, yes. It, 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 instead of hot dogs, they'll be serving fish and chips now in Atlanta at every game. It'll be well, it's better, it's better than have, having a Chick-fil-A in your stadium when you play on Sundays. So, yeah, that like, is tough, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's not the smartest move in the world, but they do it. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, he gets the gig, and, and clearly now every gig that comes up, the question's going to be, hey, Eric Bieniemy, how does he still not have a job? You know, we've heard all the reasons, right? He's interviewed with a ton of teams. The question's about, is, is, is he the, he's not the play caller? Is it all Andy Reid? He doesn't interview well. Why does Eric Bieniemy not have a job? As a head coach, rather. Um, I think there are a couple of possibilities out there for him. Um, you know, you've got what three teams still looking for for a guy, so there's there's some there's some some spots. I mean, but look, I have heard the play caller thing is BS because Ryan because um, Nagy got a job right, uh, and real and Doug Peterson too, and Doug Peterson really didn't call the plays either, right? Andy Reid calls the plays, mm-hmm. so. That's a BS thing to say. Um, the the one thing about him not interviewing well, and I think the other criticism is he still has sort of a player's mentality. 
in that he gets like really excited, like a player gets excited during a game. And, you know, that's sort of a decent criticism. You know, it's, it's part of the maturation process. But again, it's not really reasonable. And this guy deserves a shot. And that, that's the bottom line. The fact that people haven't given him one just makes you look and go, really? I mean, um, but, you know, Houston, you know, to me, Houston is the spot. If they want to make Deshaun Watson happy, they're going to have to do that. I mean, they're going to have to do two things in Houston, fire Jack Easterby and and hire Eric Bieniemy. Now, firing Jack Easterby is not a very difficult thing to do. Like, hi, you know, Deshaun wants you gone, you're gone. That's that's how this works. Um, hiring Bieniemy may be a little bit more difficult because he'll be a tad more expensive. Yeah, it seems like uh, at, at this point you have to try to pull the stops to keep Deshaun Watson happy, right? Uh, Smith wants 3-3 three, three and, and some superstar player to be named later uh, in, in trade talks. The Jets uh, he's can got him going to the Jets, quite seconds. obviously. And Sam What's Darnold, that? three first, three seconds, and Sam Darnold. I could do the deal right now. <laughs> How many first-round picks are you willing to give up? Three, three first round, three first, three 17 seconds. first round picks. Just give me a quarterback, somebody. Deshaun Watson. He will play offense by himself. Okay, he will snap it to himself. He will block for himself. He will throw the ball to himself, and he will run whenever he has to. He will play one on eleven. I see, don't. That's care. forward thinking. That see, that's the kind of thinking the NFL needs going into this. You know, the the decade of the twenties. Now we we need that. We need that kind of thinking. We need the seventeen first round picks. Just. Sell out for the next two decades. (laughs) We're the Jets. Nothing nothing says desperation like (laughs) J-E-T-S. But listen, we we could do it. So could the Dolphins. Look, the Jets would be giving two first-round picks. It basically, you're giving up. Three first-round picks would be your two first-round picks this year. Okay, you're getting Deshaun Watson. And one of your two first-round picks next year. Boom. Okay. It's okay. We're losing a first-round pick. It's all stuff yeah. we've gotten in trades. We can make it work. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, all right. Awesome. Last on the coaching yeah. carousel, uh, <laughs> your initial response to Urban Meyer's arrival to the planet of Jacksonville. Well, n- nothing sp- spells irrelevancy like Jacksonville. Um, look, wow. Um, <laughs> Jets, desperation. Wow. Jacksonville, irrelevance. Really? Well, I, I look, I live an hour and 15 minutes from Jacksonville. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, what's oh, your you get to follow really Trevor Lawrence everywhere he goes. Hey, what's your address? <laughs> Say it so people in Jacksonville know where you live. What, what's your address again? Where do you live? I live in Gainesville, Florida. <laughs> you can find me in the northwest part of town. I ain't afraid of nothing. That's wow. <laughs> in the mean streets. <laughs> the mean streets. <laughs> I tell you, I grew well, up in Fort other, Yeah, the mean streets of Jacksonville versus the mean streets of Gainesville. I mean, I come on. Let's, let's, let's be realistic, okay? When everything closed we're, in Jacksonville we're, we're, at we're, 8 o'clock, I was still out late making trouble <laughs> till like 9.30. Hey, look. All you gotta do is, if you want, if nothing says like how good Gainesville is at defending itself, like former Urban Meyer players. Let's just put it that way. Um, yeah, look, yeah. Urban, well, there's, Urban, there's that. Yeah, Urban. Look, I, I'm interested to see who he hires for the staff, um, and you know whether he's got guys who can help him navigate what it's like to work with. Um, NFL players, because this is, you know, I mean, it's not as easy as you think. I mean, this is where Nick Saban had his problems. And Nick Saban had NFL experience with Cleveland. And then he came in and he had three or four or five players who just looked at him and said, you can't talk to me like that. I mean, like Zach Thomas was one of them. Like Zach Thomas threatened to, you know, to you know, beat his ass, right? <laughs> he said, you can't talk to me. Like, that, that literally happened. Dante Culpepper is like, you know, you can go to hell, right? Like, that kind of stuff. And Saban couldn't really take it because, you know, he wasn't he wasn't conditioned to players talking that way to him and, and not being able to really do anything about it. Now, and that's on top of, of course, you know, he, he screwed up the, the quarterback decision for picking Culpepper over Breeze, and that turned out poorly. Um you know, that's been revisited a bunch of times. But Urban, 
you know, that's number one. Does he know how to deal with with men, not just, you know, 10 to 22-year-olds? Does he know how to deal with men who, who you know, have a lot of say about how the team is run, number one? Um, number two, does he know how to deal with the fact that um, – you're, you don't get to just recruit all the talent in the world, right? Like, you know, so that you just roll over everybody um, in most of your games. I mean, was it, when he was at Florida and Ohio State, they really only had three high-leverage games a year, right? Three or four of them in each conference where he really had to coach. Most of the time, you're just rolling the ball out and saying, go, boys, let's go, you know? Um, and that doesn't happen in the NFL. There's a lot more art of coaching that goes with this. So I'm really fascinated to see how he runs his program. I'm not saying he, he can't do it because um, uh, he's obviously a quality coach, but it's a different game. That's number one, you know, different rules, number two. Um, and the last thing is, look, look, he's an unmitigated liar. So credibility is not, you know, his strong suit. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Cole. That is at Jason Cole 62. Uh, Editor-in-chief at Fansided.com, Pro Football Hall of Fame voter and author oh, we're of the voting, upcoming... we're voting on Tuesday. You know that. We're voting on Tuesday. But you're not voting for anybody. You're keeping everybody out. So it's like you're no, just no, a blank not, ballot. No, 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 no. I'm just keeping Drew Pearson out. Oh, okay. Yeah, can All you right, be the guy that doesn't vote for Manning? All right. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> there were two, I, I, Him and I, Charles I, Woodson. I, it was, the, the funniest thing is I did a, a survey of 340 people. Two people did not vote for Manning, and I was like, what's that about? One guy, I don't like him. The other one was like, hey, look, he's making it. i got to support the other guys. Wow. And, and, and <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to tell me one of them was Jim Sorge, who was saying, both Mannings kept me away from starting in the NFL for years. I, I'm yeah. not, not voting well, for Manning Well, no, well, I mean, that was the guy. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Jim Sorge is healthier for it, isn't he? <laughs> Again, on That's Twitter. Not true. Uh, at Jason Cole 62. J. Cole is always great stuff, man. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun. See you, man. There goes. I Jason like that. No, Cole. it really wasn't Jim Sorge. Yes. yes. Jim Sorge yes, has a was. Hall of Fame vote. No. Yes, it was. Well, no. You're, you're, hey, you know, look, he was the man behind the Mannings. I mean, nobody knows the Mannings. No, that's right. I would he had a he had a great front he had a front row seat to greatness for many, many years. I'd give him a oh, Hall of a Fame gr- vote. What a great job. I'd vote for him. For, for not forcing his way to Jacksonville or somewhere else to try to play. The hell with it, man. Backwards ball cap and a clipboard. Let's go. Jim Sorge would vote for Drew Pearson for the Hall of Fame. That's for sure. I just like in week 16 and 17, all those years we had to talk about him as a fantasy option. Because <laughs> Peyton Manning was going to do the Queens wave and sit down. Can I play Jim Sorge this week in my championship game? Please help me, Mike Harmon. I need to know. Well, you uh, know that Peyton was going to sit down. How many more of his A-list guys were going to join him. <laughs> Twitter at right, How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Hey, we got more NFL on the way as Mike and I begin our big picks for the big football weekend. Look, we have eight incredibly competitive games. We see some upsets coming your way this weekend. I feel bad. I I, I, I feel bad about last week, you know, picking the Bears. But but you know what? We'll move on. And That's all right. Uh, we'll we're, start we're down to picks. four games. Four games, we'll, eight teams. Next week, who are our big upsets this weekend? We got them coming up next for you. Keep it right here. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Deshaun Watson to the Jet Studios. Uh... <laughs> You hear it all the time. Hey, this is the best week of football in the NFL. It's divisional playoff weekend. The pretenders have gone home. The contenders are all here. And, you know, look, there's truth to that because you have a lot of teams that are evenly matched this week and on paper – Anybody can win these games. It's not, well, so-and-so has a rollover game and they're walking into the AFC or NFC championship. Uh, it, is a, it is a tough, tough week. And with the volume of games combined with the quality of games, this is why people say, hey, well, this is the best weekend. Because, hey, next weekend's going to be great, but it's going to be just two games. You know, where we're getting down to it. We're getting to the end of Mike Harmon's 256 and celebrating all of them. We're, 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 in the two, we're getting into the 250s now. So there's well, not a lot Well, they did left. give me two bonus ones. Well, it's 256 for the regular season plus playoffs. Ah, that's true. So that's th- true. We're get, so, but we are so getting close we're, to 250, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, because we got the extra bonus ones, you know, the extra wild card games. That's good for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now there are only seven games remaining. Oh, I know. I know. So how wistful. About we, how about we pick a couple of them? How does that Let's sound? Let's go. All right. Let's start. We'll do one Saturday and one on Sunday. Call me crazy. And and you can. I, it, it's okay. But I have a funny feeling about the Rams against the Packers. All right, Aaron Donald's going to be healthy, which is the number one thing. Their defense is playing at a really high level. They shut Seattle and Russell Wilson down, and it was easy. All right, the Rams can shut down Devontae Adams. All right, this, uh, the, you know, the offense is an all-weather running game, and I know that what the Packers' defense is going to try to do is we're going to say we're going to make Jared Goff beat us. I got a funny feeling this will be the Jared Goff game, and he's going to have a big day throwing the football, and the Rams pull the upset. Green Bay is going to sell out to stop Cam Akers in that, that rushing game. He'll have a big day throwing the football. Rams beat the Packers 30-24. to 24. Look at you. Because that, that's exactly where I was at. Not necessarily to the same score, but the same level of analysis. Jalen Ramsey, 50 yards receiving or fewer to every op- opposing wideout since week one. How about that? There's a fun little stat for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Whitworth, we know he's uh, Jay Glazer's buddy. He was on the one glass with uh, Glazer this week. Uh, he's healthy and anchoring that offensive line. You saw Cam Akers with his 176 total yards. Uh, I, I think it's the, the formula you lay out to see how healthy uh, Jared Goff is because he unfortunately does not have John Wolford behind him. No, it'll be the Blake Bortles experiment uh, should anything <laughs> befall Jared Goff. The, the biggest question here is the availability of Cooper Cup, but offensively enough, I think you'll see Higby and Everett uh, active in the passing game and, and a little bit of Josh Reynolds. If I'm playing a daily fantasy league, that's the guy I'm, I'm shelling out the minimal amount that you have to for a wideout uh, in this one. Uh, I'll take that defense and I'll, I'll ride it strong that perhaps uh, they can upset the fun and exciting world of Aaron Rodgers. He'll win the regular season MVP, but he goes home and stays home. And then it'll be, what if they had a first-round pick? What if they had that extra pick instead of drafting Jordan Love? Could they have won this game? And then that's when the real fun's going to start, Mike. When we get into what's next for the Packers, oh, that's when the real fun is going to start. Oh, the saltiness all over the place. I love it. Uh, On Sunday, the Buccaneers are going to try to do something they haven't done all season long, beat the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are 2-0, and they have been dominant in their victories over Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay flips the tables on him this week. It is a different Buccaneers team than both times when they played the Saints. Since the bye, Tampa Bay has been a different team. You can say, well, lads didn't run away and hide from Washington. Washington's defense had how many games was it? 20 points or less? And, and Tampa Bay put 31 up. Tampa Bay is going to jump out to a lead. They're going to get big plays from their defense. They're going to beat the Saints 38-31, and it's going to be all Tom Brady through the air. You're thinking, well, Fournette's going to start, and Ronald Jones, because he's dinged up as a game-time decision, doesn't matter. Short passes are going to replace runs. Brady's going to have a huge, huge day. Look, New Orleans' run defense is great, so you might might as well not even try. And it's going to be Brady through the air. Brady beats Breeze on the History Channel, and the Bucks go on to the NFC Championship game. Look at you. Uh, I, I hate, I hate agreeing with you, but look, the Bucks were my Super Bowl pick before the season. I stay with them, especially what you've seen the second half where everything gelled. Everybody's on the field together. They'll get Shaq Barrett and Devin White back. You know, two guys that didn't play in the game against Washington. Uh, so those will be big ads. And when, when it comes down to it, uh, I'll give, give me Brady in round three over Breeze and sends Breeze to the NBC booth. By the way, happy birthday, Drew Breeze. I know you just celebrated number 42. And how have you? Did you see the um, what Frank Caliendo did this week? When you know they were running that you know Brady versus Breeze, they run it on the History Channel because they're both so old. And there's that big yes. picture of Brady in a beard, in a gray beard, and, and Breeze in a gray beard. And I keep laughing because I keep playing it back all week, and and it's and it's Frank Caliendo. He's, he's on his Twitter account in Morgan Freeman's voice, and he just comes out and says, "This weekend." The two oldest men in the world play quarterback against each other. I can't even do it without laughing. No, the two oldest men in the world are playing quarterback against each other. 
It's a great bit, and that'll be the final game of the divisional playoffs weekend. Over under sitting at fifty two, so expect mm. some fireworks. Uh, but I, th- I think it's too much. Brady, third time's the charm. So there it is, our first two picks. We're looking at Tampa Bay. We are looking at the Rams. That is your NFC Championship game, according to us here on the show. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. Hey, as always, if you miss any of our show, you can download it right after the show is over. Our best of podcast goes up on iTunes. You can get it on iTunes. Use the iHeartRadio app. Basically, wherever you listen to podcasts, it is. Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. Subscribe, rate us. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Uh, we got more NFL on the way, but coming up next... It was another huge day for Kyrie Irving and James Harden, and boy, do we have some stuff to tell you about both of these guys, including how it's going to end for Kyrie in Brooklyn. Fox. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 